Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. New profile picture for the podcast. Actually, new name as well. Ryder and Lisa podcast. It's no longer Ryder and Lisa replay. How did we come up with something so creative? I know. <laughs> also, I love my outfit in our new picture because you can kind of see the stains on it. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm like, don't we have people to edit these? <laughs> okay. So the reason we went with Ryder and Lisa podcast over Ryder and Lisa replay is because replay kind of had us committed to just replaying things from the show, but we wanted to open the idea that we'll do a little more original content here and there with this one. Yes, absolutely. So we also have a new sponsor, Yeg Property Pros. Wonderful peeps. All your realtor needs. We have uh, yegpropertypros.com. That's the website you want to head to to learn more or more details at play107.com. And we also have... Oh, what's now? What's next? A new look on life. I forgot what else was oh, new. Oh, no. I was going to say that uh, we talk a lot about my cookie recipe. If you want it, it's in the caption of today's podcast. Could have swore there was one more new thing. No, no. Like we covered was. it. No, name, picture, profile picture, and a new morning show sponsor that oh, we love very much. Oh, there is something. What? Ryder, tell everyone about your toupee. <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> I don't got no toupee. Enjoy the show. <laughs> this is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Some people have uh, others in their life that are really into social media. You know, I've got certain friends that will send me things that are amazing. And I know when they send me something... Uh, it's going to be gold. You yeah, know what I mean? That's fair because you trust their sense of humor. Yeah. And like, they get you. Yep, that's true. That's what it is. They think of you when they see it. They're not just willy nilly sending it to everyone because they think it's funny. They're like, oh, you know who will like this? Mm -hmm. Ryder. Yeah. And then I also have people who just spam me pretty much. Uh, I have people that I've never met that send me their daily yeah, Instagram I, reels that they like. And I'm like, who? What? Like, I appreciate it that I'm on that list, but I'm like, I don't even get what this video means. Yeah, I accidentally followed <laughs> some bitch. What? Pardon me? It was like a dog account. Oh, my, my heart. What? My heart literally stopped. I was like, what is wrong with you? What do you mean? We almost had to kick you off the show there. No, I didn't say I anything like, wrong. Oh, right, Ryder senile. No, 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 no. I followed this dog account by accident. And that was their and name? They, no, it's a female dog. Ryder. Lucy. You, its name's Lucy. You could have easily just said, I followed a dog named Lucy. You are trying to be a brat. I'm telling. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm telling. Anyway, I followed this account and uh, now Lucy sends me material, which is funny because I picture like a dog actually sending Wait me. Wait a minute. The dog followed you back? They followed me first, oh. and I think I accidentally followed back. <laughs> and then now the dog, like... Now your best besties. Yeah, hits me up with a bunch of vids. Do you ever feel like your dogs give you the side eye, like they know you're cheating on them? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but this is a celebrity problem, too. Tom Holland joked about how uh, Zendaya, his partner, sends him so much constant content on social that he has to delete it for a couple days. And then he'll log in, check his messages... And he'll have hundreds and hundreds of videos from her. So this is what I do. 
because people will send me TikToks and they are people I trust, but sometimes I'm too busy to scroll back. Sometimes I'll have 60 new videos in some people's DMs to me and yeah. I'll just go through and like like 10 of them, but I didn't actually watch them. Uh, I stopped watching yours for a bit. I know. And, and I was testing you. I was like, did you watch that video I sent you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happens in it? Just straight up lies to my face. Mm-hmm. So we got into a fight. And I said, you better start watching the stuff I send you because I send it for a reason. Yeah, that's the problem. See, we were talking a few minutes ago about how you have certain friends that will send you stuff that they like have curated <laughs> for your <laughs> world. Everything I sent Ryder was like ways to make him a better person. It was like, oh, maybe uh, <laughs> cleaning the toilet three times a week is good for yeah, a happy like, household. They literally were like, here, here are some easier ways to drink more water. I'm like, you look so dehydrated. Two beers Watch a week this. is the new limit. Here's a video who on it. Who else is like that? Or who else is getting videos from someone? And you're like, really? Like, like This is a slap in the face. So passive aggressive. Like, so rude. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why I stopped watching your videos, is it felt like you were trying to give me a life tutorial. Oh, everybody on the text line really liked what you said earlier, so I guess I can't tattle on you about the swear word you used. I didn't swear. People loved it, and I was so ready to go to the boss and be like, Ryder swore. I like how you... The text line, everyone's offended, but now I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh man, everybody loved it. I like how you actually thought I was go- I was losing my mind. I was like, oh great, I'm going to need to find a new co-host already. <laughs> Joined by Grant in studio from next door at Cruise, <laughs> and he's going to uh, try one of Lisa's cookies. We got to name them, so if anyone has some great suggestions, please text them in. Grant lived with us for years. He has yep. dealt with my Trials and tribulations when it comes to baking. I don't think there were many tribulations. No, no, no. Come on. No, there there was some, a lot. No. Okay, well, I think it's taken almost 34 years, but I perfected it. Grant, we know you're busy with your other okay. show. It tastes oh, they're like, actually good. They're so good, right? <laughs> Thank you. It's like Subway. Subway cookies, that's a compliment. Oh, I was going to say, wait a minute, like a sub no, salad, like Subway onions? cookies. It tastes like a ham and Swiss. <laughs> if you could give it a rating out of 10 chocolate chips. I love the mayonnaise. <laughs> Grant! It's good, right? It's good. 10 out of 10. Yes. 10 out of 10. Woo! All right. Thanks, Thank you man. so much. No, don't take it all. I want no, the other half. No, come take all these. This is for your family. But your newborn baby only gets breast milk. Which goes great with cookies. Yeah, dip it in. Enjoy. <gasps> Do you know how huge this is for me? Yeah. I am on top of the world. 10 out of 10 he gave he you. He gave it 10 out of 10. And Grant Impressive. would be honest. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, mmm, Yeah. And you would be able to hear that he's lying. So what are we naming them? Because I'm going to share the recipe right away. Yeah. I've got a few options for you. You okay. went with Evan's Heavens cookies. Yeah, but is that proper English? Yeah, I think it's close enough. Even if it's Evan's spo- Heaven. Even if it's supposed to be Evans's. I think but- we should go with Evan's Heaven. But if you have a better suggestion, hit me with it. Okay. Sam, Sam and Elisa. Is Sam and Elisa's cookies. You know, because you can get salmonella from cookies. You're not going to get salmonella from my cookies. Okay. Just throwing it out there. And the uh, final suggestion I have for names, this is my favorite. Boogers and sugar. There's no boogers in it, right? Well, I wash my hands we, before I bake. We all know you don't wash your hands no, very that's much. You. That's the rumor about you around here. Boogers and sugar. I like this one from Derek on the text line. Lisa's actually edibles. <laughs> Does it feel cool to be in the presence of a... A gambling an, addict? An expert. A gambling expert. Okay. Oh, is that what you're calling yourself? Yeah. Okay. 
I so, won. Yeah, uh, tell everyone what happened last yeah, night. Yeah, won both my tickets last night. Ten dollars each. That's how much I put down. This won, is for the Oilers game. One ninety bucks. Okay. I mean, you're not going to actually use the $90 for anything meaningful. You're only going to put it back into gambling, and then you're just going to have this continuation for the rest of your life until you die. That's actually very accurate. <laughs> I, uh, I've been sports gambling for a long time. And it's I've, just like rotating, losing. I don't know if adding. I ever have cashed out. Never. Except for when like I, I'd win big. I put 100 bucks on the Detroit Red Wings to win in like 20 2009 or something. And? Like, I cashed that out. How that much? Was like 11 hun. Something like Whoa. that. Anyway, no, last night was big. The Oilers, are, when they're winning, I'm winning. And people say you shouldn't bet on your favorite team, but it makes it way more fun to watch your favorite team when they're winning. And then you get money out of it. Yeah, so my ticket last night was Dreisaitl to score, McDavid okay. to score. Nailed it, nailed it. Oilers to win. Whoa. That was one of the tickets. Okay, those are the easiest Okay, you call yourself a gambling expert? Yeah. That is the most mailed in. <laughs> like, oh, who's, what? Let's get crazy. McDavid, dry. Come on. Write something like wild. Isn't that how you make the big bucks? Yeah. I don't go for the like $1,000 tickets because, or like the $20,000 tickets, because then you never win. What if you put like CeCe? Yeah, he didn't score. But that's where it gets risky and fun. You loser, waiting for Drysaddle to score. He scored within the first minute. That's so easy. Yeah, it still worked. Okay. And my other ticket was... <laughs> Car- we literally do not care. Carolina to win, Colorado <laughs> to win, Edmonton to win. Boom. How much? Uh, it was like, I don't know, another $10 bet. I won a total of 90 bucks last night, okay? That's huge. So that's why I think I'm going to leave the show and start <laughs> just start just professionally sports gambling. Please this, don't. This is my first win in about three <laughs> months, but I feel like I'm on fire now. Okay. You ever get this where like you delusionally can talk yourself into thinking that you're good at things? You're, yeah. Like I'll have one decent game of golf and be like, if I really committed my time. Like I am basically... I could probably sneak onto the Canadian tour, and it's totally not true. I love that I was just trying to reference a famous golfer, but I only know him by his famous wife, which is Paulina Gretzky. <laughs> okay, yeah, Dustin Johnson. <laughs> there, there, that's the name. Yeah, and like, so last night as I won both my tickets, I'm like, who, who just goes two for two on a night? Okay, let's ask our listeners this question. What are you delusionally, delusionally good, good at? at? Like, yeah. in your mind, you're like, ah, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, if anybody wants my picks for tonight, feel free to reach out. I'll charge you like just 5% or whatever you win. What's something that I'm delusionally good at? Like I always claim I'm good at it, but I'm not. I uh, mean, we got to take baking off the list. We've learned that this morning. There's a lot. I've heard you say numerous times that you could have been a UFC fighter. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, built for, I'm built for it. You'll stub your toe, and I'll hear you complaining about it three weeks later. Like, well, remember that toe stub? Well, I keep like, breaking the same toe, Ryder. Okay, but you're like, oh, my neck. Oh. oh, yeah. My neck is so bad right now. If anyone has a good, like. So, what I'm saying is to be a solution. UFC fighter, you have to have the pain tolerance of a tiger. You complain about. That's a good answer. Yeah, thanks. What are you, you asked for it. What are you delusionally good at? That's a great answer for me. Thank you. You're welcome.
I thought I was going to get in trouble there. No, now you're I'm being, absolutely right. Now I'm being thanked. I'm very confused. <laughs> Top seven and seven. It is so interesting hearing from parents on the text line who are saying, oh, we hide candy from the kids all the time. You just got to get creative with it, right? So we're counting down the top seven places to hide your stash of Halloween candy that you bought way too early. That's definitely going to disappear before Halloween. You're mm-hmm. going to have to rebuy a box for the kids. This one's for you. This is your mental health 90 pack of favorites. Yeah. Everybody does it. I need it. We need it. But between you and my daughter, <laughs> you guys can sniff it out. Okay, so some honorable mentions that are rolling in, which, I mean, they should probably be in the top seven. Shannon suggests putting them in a healthy cereal box like Raisin Bran. Brilliant. So smart. Kids don't eat that. No. They don't even look at it. Or like, go even further and do like the Vector. <laughs> I love Vector. But that shows my age. See, then See? you'd get in on it. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Another honorable mention from Michelle on the text line, hide them in the shoe organizer because kids never put their shoes away properly. Valid point. Yeah, they'd kind of stink, though. The chocolates. Oh, yeah, I never thought about that. And that's also what number seven is, which I'm kind of concerned about now. I suggest quit going up high, think low, like under the sink with the cleaning supplies. But you don't want, like, yeah, your no. Mars bar tasting like bleach. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> anyway, it's on the list regardless. Because I'm thinking kids are always going to look up high. So if you think low, go for it. Coming in at number six, in a box labeled vegetables in the freezer. That was a suggestion by Nikki on the text line. I love it so much. Kids aren't touching that. You know what? Shout out to that one, too, because almost every chocolate bar is equally as good, but a totally different treat when frozen. Yeah. You do have to watch out for your teeth with some of them, though. Like a frozen Mars, that could get you. It hurts. Frozen Twix, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah. Number five, inside a fake plant. Kids aren't watering them. They know they're fake. They're not touching them. No, they're not watering real plants either. Most kids. Yeah, but you're not going to put your candy in real dirt. Maybe, if you really don't want to go next level. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, also, they're wrapped. We need to be aware of dogs, animals in the house as well. Yeah, you yeah, You want to true. make sure that they're not getting anywhere near this chocolate. Valid. Coming in at number four, counting down the top seven places to hide your stash of Halloween candy so your kids can't find it. In the summer clothing bin that you just kind of put away. But it's okay. like still in a reachable spot. That front closet, maybe. I don't know about that. Even if it just says summer something kids aren't touching it well yesterday wasn't very warm and i picked my kid up from school and she came out in like a little tank top what so i think she's digging through the summer clothes still okay that's a risky one yeah moving on to number three behind the bookshelf or in a hollowed out book there we go listen there are kids that read but you put it in a book that they wouldn't care about yeah like the book could be like adult Boring stuff. You could say that on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can get hollowed out books from HomeSense, by the way. Number two, in the recycling bin. So they think it's an empty box of chocolate. You can still even keep it in the original box, but it's completely full. Mm-hmm. When's the last time your kid broke down your recycling for you? Without being asked, unless I like that's their, 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 job. their job. Then Around that the one's house. not going to work. Listen, yeah. these are just suggestions. Coming in at number one, in a coffee tin. I don't know any kids that drink coffee. Yeah. Or like, or care enough to make you one, so they're not learning. Yeah, coffee tin. The coffee tin. Super well hidden, mm-hmm. big enough that it could handle a bunch of the chocolates. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, so get hiding. You're welcome. 
Uh, we were talking about things that you're delusionally good at. Uh, we got this text that said, when driving through a school zone, I always assume I can run faster than my car. I probably can't. <laughs> That's <though>. really funny. <laughs> Who you should probably be focused on keeping your head on a swivel for <laughs> children, but sure. So the speed limit is 30 kilometers an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure humans run 30 kilometers an hour, but they're like the ones in the Olympics mm-hmm. or in the NFL. Uh, I delusionally thought I could renovate my own bathroom with no tools or experience is uh, a text we got. I like that. You got to just throw yourself in with the sharks. That's how you grow as a human. 43 kilometers an hour is the fastest recorded speed from uh, a human of all time. Okay. So maybe you could run as fast as the, the school zone speed limit. So we got this hilarious text from Brett saying, I'm delusionally good at Halloween decorations on the front lawn. <laughs> and it's so true because sometimes you drive by people's homes and they have all their decor out, mm-hmm. which is like, great. Get into the spirit. But Sometimes it does look like a bit of a yard sale. Totally. But that's okay. That's what Halloween's all about. Well, I have an affinity with animals, and my delusion is that um, if I ever meet a bear, all I have to do is give it a little snuggle, and we'll be good friends. (laughs) Regardless of what breed of bear it is, you think you could handle it? Oh, all bears, of course. Yeah, like especially if I had a little snack with me. Yeah. And shared you, like, it with them. meat in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, hey, yeah. do you want to try well, this? And then we'll snuggle. Yeah. I definitely think it applies to, like, wolves and cougars and pumas <laughs> and all that, too. A wordplay. We've started to implement every once in a while a text. To play. To play. Mm. So Texture 107 is Melanie. And you've been listening to the Ryder, um, Ryder and Lisa's 1K word play, right? So you know how it works? Yes. yes. Have, have you been trying to get through for a while? Uh, hit and miss. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, you got uh, more <laughs> luck texting than calling. So congrats and let's get to it. For those that don't know how the game works, Mel is going to choose a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room. I hope she chooses Lisa today because I'm quite enjoying sitting. Um, (laughs) Her teammate won't be able to hear the first round be played where we're going to give Mel five words. She tells us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite her teammate back in to play the same game. For every answer they have that matches, it's 25 bucks. And if all five match, it's 1000 okay, We Melanie, haven't given away 1000 bucks in since way too August. Long. Like, it's been so long. Melanie, and you don't have to listen to Ryder. He doesn't have to just sit in here. You choose whatever teammate you think will win you $1,000 this morning, Ryder or Lisa. Um, I was thinking it was Ryder. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. All right. <laughs> okay, I will start your 25-second timer after I say the first word. Good luck, Melanie. Okay. What comes to mind when I say smooch? Kiss. Chef. Cook. Washer. Dryer. Starbucks. Coffee. Tuna. Fish. Okay, absolutely crushed that. Still had 11 <laughs> seconds on the clock. I think we can do it today, Ryder. I'm feeling it. It's my favorite time of year to play this game. Why is that? Because when I get sent out of the room, I can go look at the uh, sunrise. Look be- at you. It's beautiful. It's so pretty out. So pretty. It is pretty out today. Rider Sky content. What's your nickname now? Skyder. Skyder. What comes to mind when I say smooch? 
Kiss. 25 bucks. Pretty easy. If you could not pick the names of other stations in the city, please. It's the next answer. Smooch half. FM. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the answer was, anyway. <laughs> I was joking. I know the name of the other one. Okay. Okay. What comes to mind when I say washer? Dryer. $50. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks. Coffee. 75 bucks. Yes. Let's make it 100. Let's make it 100. What comes to mind when I say chef? Cook. $100. Yeah. If this next word matches, Melanie, first time playing, is going to win $1,000. Ryder, what comes to mind when I say tuna? Uh, there are two <laughs> answers here. It's a coin flip. Comes to mind when we say tuna. I gotta go with fish. <laughs> you did it. What? You did it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, Melanie. You just won $1,000 with Ryder and Lisa's 1K. Thank you. <laughs> and you Yay. finally broke our streak. It oh. had been a couple months. It was actually Glad to do it. I, it was embarrassing <laughs> at, at this point. So thank you, Melanie. I'm glad you made Perfect. me get out of my chair. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> thank oh, you. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats. Congrats, Mel. All right. I almost went with sandwich. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of answers it could have been, and that's what's so fun about this game. Some people listening, when a 25-second timer is on the line, you could say tuna melt, tuna casserole. Um, what's that show about tuna? There's that nickname Big Tuna from The Office. <laughs> okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> it is a bit of a stretch. Congratulations, <laughs> Melanie, and to everyone else that's listening, your next chance to play tomorrow morning at 7.50. Last year, I don't know, it was around this time. No, yeah. no, it was spring. Well, no. Yeah, because I thought it was strange having to wear a toque. Yeah, yeah, it was spring. And a scarf. And <laughs> I get a call from you while I'm busy doing something around here, and you're like, we need you. They're filming a scene for a Christmas movie at uh, the Antique Mall, and uh, they need another extra. They so, did. like, please get here immediately. And I was like, no, you know, I'm going to the gym and then I got to pick up my daughter. And then I told him about the craft services, which in the film industry is also known as the area of free food, well, which had like, what were those pot pies they had? Yeah, it was oh. curry chicken pot pies. So I'll it, never forget like... them. I had seven. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but. <laughs> After the seventh call, I was like, I'm so annoyed right now, and she's going to keep calling, so I'm going to pop in. I hope to that hopefully inspires people listening to keep being annoying. To uh, You'll get your way. You said it would be max an hour, Yeah. so I had to skip the gym. Well, that's what directors do. They lie to you. They say, we're only going to need you around for the next hour, and then you get your hopes up because you're like, this could be my big break. I had to get somebody else to pick up my kid, like, hours yeah, we later. Yeah, about four hours. Anyway, the Christmas movie is coming out this year, yeah. and you keep telling everybody we're starring in it. Well, I hope so. We're unless in one you, scene. Yeah, unless you blocked me from the camera I think frame. I did, but that's where they positioned us. That wasn't Ryder, my fault. that is not true. 
I was upstage and you were downstage and we were on an angle. Our roles were to be a very happy Christmas couple walking into the store together, holding hands and like having a fake conversation. And you blocked me from the camera. You put on your acting shoes like you were John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. And all of a sudden you were Mr. Showtime. So don't we'll call happens. me. Don't call me Mr. Showtime. That's your new nickname. I actually kind of like it. Oh gosh, see what I mean? So anyway, the movie <laughs> is coming out on Lifetime, and it's—I don't think it's an actual Hallmark movie. It's just a Christmas kind of like a knockoff. Yeah. So it's called Coupled Up for Christmas, and apparently the two lead actors in it are quite well known. One one girl, the girl's from Vampire Diaries, and the guy is born and raised in Edmonton, and he's in like every second Christmas movie you've ever seen. And, and I, I'm Scott, in you it. and I were if they don't put us in the credits, they won't put us in the credits. They didn't even ask for our names. Oh, they knew. They knew who we were. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, it was a huge waste of time and we're going to be in the movie for about two seconds. You might not be in it at all. Because of where the director put us. If your head blocks me out completely, I looked adorable in my matching toque and scarf that they gave me. Yeah, you were just glowing, waiting for your big shot, thinking you're Pam Anderson at a CFL game. (laughs) Okay, but you know what's so funny, though, is if I am in the shot, do you know how many wrappers of candy will be falling out of my pockets in that scene (laughs) from the craft (laughs) services? Like, I stocked up. And uh, there's a pretty good chance people are going to be like, Oh, did you see that couple that just walked in? What's her problem with him? Because you're going to be death staring me you're for blocking, blocking the me. shot. It was where the director put us. No. He wanted us to hold didn't. hands and he wanted me to cover your big old mitts. That's what why I had to walk in front of you. He didn't want your huge hands in the shot. Just because you have very small hands well, they, those does look, not mean that it may, they make... They do make your hands look anyway, big, and it would be a distraction from the what I'm assuming is captivating plot line. Coupled up for Christmas, coming to the big screen. Uh, no, it's not coming to the big screen. Uh, coming coming to, to the small little, screen. Little screen ever. N- near you this holiday season. And now, here's another terrifying episode of Terror Tales. <laughs> <laughs> At 17, I get a job at a sandwich shop working nights. We get a lot of characters in there, and it's kind of a more sketchy part of town. So you always have to have your guard up. It was maybe an hour before we close. This guy, he comes in, and he he looks nervous, which makes me nervous. He's avoiding eye contact, but when he does make eye contact, it's really intense. He's got his hand in the back of his waistband in a way that would imply that he's clutching onto something. And I'm like, okay. This is the night I'm going to get robbed. What can I get for you, sir? He kind of just threw out uh, the ham and Swiss. Kind of like, I don't really care. Like, make whatever you want. He had bushy eyebrows and dark hair. He was taller and he was wearing baggy sweatpants and a leather coat. So I'm laying out the cheese. And he never took his hand out of his waistband the whole time. Just kind of wanting to get the hell out of there. Do you want it toasted? I ask. He kind of said like, yeah, yeah, sure. Is this just the story of somebody ordering a sandwich? I had to turn my back to him for the toaster for three to six seconds, and I just didn't want to do it, even though I've done this a million times. I grabbed the sub on the paper, but I picked it up wrong, and it fell to the ground. It was my first time dropping a sandwich. It was just bread, ham, and Swiss, but I felt like I was in danger. I look up, and he was gone. 
Nothing's broken, nothing's missing. I go outside, there's no one to the left, to the right, there's no cars even driving away. Somehow the weird fidgety man trying to order a ham and Swiss seemingly vanished in the blink of an eye. A couple of weeks go by, mm. and this older gentleman comes in, in the same general description, but I don't think much of it until I ask, what can I get for you? I'll get a ham and Swiss. The way he says it, I get this weird rush of deja vu, but it's not the same guy. I couldn't believe what I was seeing when he reached behind and put his hand in the back of his waistband. He was in a leather jacket. There's no way that this is a coincidence. So he orders the sandwich, same as the other guy. The adrenaline is pumping as I'm laying out the cheese and I'm thinking, I gotta ask this guy if he wants to toast it. And I felt like the determining test, the climactic moment as to whether or not I was about to die that night was me asking him if he wanted it toasted. I don't want to turn my back to him. He's the only guy in the, in the store. And I don't want to relive what happened a couple weeks prior. So I ask him if he wants a toast and he goes, nah, I'm good. Automatic relief. He's so chill about it, so I must be safe. It's just a coincidence. Now I always repeat the order back to the person just to ensure that's the way they wanted it. And I'm feeling on top of the world. I'm not gonna die. I'm telling the guy, you got a ham sandwich, not toasted with a bag of chips and a drink. And he goes, why did you specify that it wasn't toasted? So then I gotta tell him, oh, well, when you get it toasted, there's a 10 cent extra tax. And I kind of have to explain this to him. And he goes, I didn't not get my sandwich toasted to avoid paying tax, I'm not cheap. And I'm just joking around with him as he's walking out. Yeah, yeah, no. And he's exiting the door and the door is a push to get out. He holds the sandwich up, curls his foot up against the door to kick it. And he looks back at me. He smirks and says, I just didn't want you to drop it. Mm. The well, infamous ham and Swiss sandwich. If you know, you know. I might have not given it as much justice as like the original guy that tells it with like sound effects and stuff, but that is a creepy story. And whenever you bring up the ham and Swiss sandwich story to people, they go, I just didn't want you to drop it. Okay. That's the line. That's the like insider. That's the line. That's a if you know, you know a thing. Okay. I could really go for a ham and Swiss. Well, right that's now. a I'm halfway, starving. halfway through. I stopped listening and just started figuring out what I'm going to order from Subway today. <laughs> Everyone has to be completely honest. How many boxes of Halloween chocolate have you gone through? And this can count if it's at the office too. I bet most people are into their second box. Yep. Well, yeah. I just bought our first. I can't believe house. it. Yeah. We used to have a bowl of Halloween candies at the front desk here at the station. What happened to that? You. No, to, you. Yes. <laughs> you. No, every time I get a good chirping, you can't just go, no, <laughs> you. Well, that's what you do, Ryder. You project. I'm rubber and you're glue. <laughs> it bounces off me. It sticks to you. Um, no, you literally were the reason that we had to have a private meeting. There was one day that I poured it into my purse. Yeah. But like, other than that. No, that's what I'm, <laughs> that's the day. The Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yeg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.